Hey, today we talk about punching heretics, men creeping into your bedroom at night, and Christmas. It's Holy Rambling. <laughs> Welcome to Holy Ramblings, a podcast about the important and often humorous reality of living a Jesus-focused supernatural life. Welcome back. Hello there. Welcome back. Um, <laughs> hey, and happy Christmas. Uh, yes, that is a thing. Happy Christmas. As this is as this is being released in the Christmas weekend, uh, we want to wish you and your loved ones the happiest of Christmases. Hopefully you're enjoying this. Um, if it's a time where maybe Christmas doesn't feel all that joyful, we want to be a blessing to you. We want to make you smile. Um, if it's a time where you find Christmas delightful and a joy, we want to be a burden to you. No, um, we want to be a uh, we want maybe. to be part of that. Uh, and you still didn't invite us around for turkey. What's yeah. up with that? Yeah, yeah, got your number. And if you have, if I don't, can you put it in the comments below? <laughs> that'd be great. Yeah. For a good turkey call. Uh... <laughs> <laughs> Weird, but I like it. <laughs> um, hey, what's your favorite accoutrement, right? Uh, that goes along with the Christmas dinner. What's your favorite, like, side, or or what do you like? So, like, I think for me. Christmas is summed up. Uh, well, yeah, obviously, there's the wonderful part about Jesus, um, but there's a no, no. I'm talking about food, right? The food. Equally wonderful part about smoked salmon. See, I knew it was gonna be. I knew it was gonna be smoked salmon. Smoked salmon Man. for me is like Christmas and smoked salmon go hand in hand. Like Christmas is this good if smoked salmon is this good, um, yeah. and um, I mean Jesus loved it, so that's probably cool. yeah. I um, uh, it, that's in the the. F- Fulham version mm-hmm. of mm-hmm. the Gospels. Mm-hmm. Yeah, well, let's not question that. They got and, uh... the finest smoked salmon from Waitrose. <laughs> it's actually what the fourth wise man brought, right? He traveled. <laughs> he actually traveled not from. He didn't travel from the east. He, that one traveled from the west all the way from Fulham, bringing the oh, finest. 100%. That guy brought Waitrose. Waitrose finest smoked salmon. I mean, you keep saying finest. Like, I don't mind it not being like utterly rubbish smoked salmon it's, it's for me it's about quantity more than quality <laughs> oh, that one. i'm just like God, I, did that. I want the whole salmon <laughs> whole. just smoke the whole thing bones and everything um yeah uh, yes yeah, so, i mean that's my that's pretty pretty what about dumb. you um you know it's good i'm a i like brussels sprouts although i will say in all honesty uh, smoked salmon's better than Brussels sprouts, but Brussels sprouts for me, like I can have smoked salmon other times of the year, but I pretty much never eat Brussels sprouts. Are you like a Brussels sprout boiled guy, or are you like baked Brussels sprouts with like sauce? Like what, I like, what I like them kind of like boil steamed and then fried. Uh, and, and sometimes it depends on if I'm eating meat. If I'm eating meat with bacon, if I'm not eating meat with without bacon, kind of obvious, ah. but. Because um, I've been thinking this year of doing them differently because, I mean, there's so much about uh, caramelized uh, Brussels sprouts this year. I will say this. I, I made it an epic. One year we did uh, for, for team. I had, like, my, my like, leadership team around. And uh, I made turkey burgers. And I made an epic sprout slaw, like Ooh. a coleslaw with Brussels sprouts. That was actually surprisingly good. Uh, and it had cranberries in it. It was, it was like, top notch. It was just, oh. yeah, without well, tooting I mean, my own horn, I, it was good. One of my favorite pizzas I've ever had was a Christmassy inspired pizza 
with Brussels on it, and it tasted incredible. I can't tell if I'm intrigued or appalled. Like, so Hawaiian pineapple on pizza, that's out. But Brussels sprouts on pizza, we're okay with that? Uh, why is pineapple on pizza out? I don't know. I feel like the Italian in me is like, that's that just shouldn't happen. I like pineapple uh, on pizza, though. The Hawaiian in me says it's very, very okay. <laughs> all right all right so food aside what, what i want to talk about today is uh we have a strange tradition and i want to recommend if you're listening to this with little ones in the room right now um now might be a good time to either put in headphones um or uh or, or maybe just listen to it slightly later only because we're going to be talking about jolly saint nick um and if that's something oh, you, oh, that oh. you don't want uh that, that kind of full conversation to be happening this christmas Maybe this is a this is a oh, our first adults only holy ramblings. Although that sounds like we're going to talk about ruder things than we are. Um, you behave, you. sir. You behave. That <laughs> <laughs> um, was wise. I'm calling me that before I said anything. <laughs> all right. So I'm assuming that you took the time either to, to kick all the kids out, close the door, and uh, make sure you have all the leftover Christmas chocolate, or you put in headphones. Um, but or you get kids in and let us break that anything. To yeah, them. or you just desperately want your kids to have, to know the truth, and you don't want to have that conversation yourself. But I was thinking, Jaunty, how ridiculous, in earnest, is the idea of like Santa Claus? Like that we teach our kids this and try to normalize like everything that goes on with this. Yeah, I mean, it's pretty baffling, really, isn't it? Because, I mean, we just, yeah, I mean. Because, I mean, if you go through the songs on like a surface level, it sounds really sweet. But then actually you start listening and you're like, he sees you when you're sleeping. He knows when you're awake. Uh, you better be good for goodness sake. Like someone's coming after you and watches you while you sleep. And. And he's but coming he's to town. It. Like, that's a warning. Things in your room when you're sleeping. What's wrong with that? Like... And that's something even creepier. So in America, we put our stockings by the chimney with care in hopes that St. Nick soon would be there. Um, but what I've learned in, in here in England is that uh, a lot of people put their stockings on the like their bedpost, on the corner of their bed, yeah. or the foot of their bed. So, so not only, like in, in the American tradition, not only is it this old man who's already creeping on you is going to sneak into your house, breaking and entering, coming down the chimney. Uh, the only unsecured access point, right? Like how like horrifying children that they're going to get in through the unax the unsecured access point. You're going to eat food that you leave out. Um, but in Britain, we then teach our kids that they're, then he's going to come into your room. So I, I this find say it's just problematic. I didn't realize that Americans didn't have that tradition until recently. And you said, basically, because I, I mean, I grew up remembering shutting my eyes, thinking he was coming in. <laughs> like, I remember that. And the way that sounds when I... like a, that sounds like a traumatic repression, right? No, like, I heard, I heard him coming sweet. in, and I closed my eyes <laughs> and I just didn't, I didn't know. Like, see, I finally figured it out because I heard my mother come into the room and I was like, I'm going to look this time. And I looked, I was like, that's mum. So I was the kid at school who went in and was like, just by the way, Santa is my mum. Um, like, to be fair, that's a reasonably solid, like your mum checking on you at night is at least a, like a solid excuse. Like mums could be checking in on their kids at night, right? Nah, not carrying Santa's presents. 
at that point you know the game's up santa accidentally left these in your sister's room (laughs) 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 to be fair your family that might have just been like santa intentionally just left all the presents in your sister's room (laughs) (laughs) sorry to be my boys know it right hey this is the the hard truth if you have a youngest that's a little girl god help you my boys know it they're like she can get away with murder i can't even eat an extra cookie without being told off yeah yeah so i mean i was the eldest i couldn't get away with anything (laughs) yes but yeah no i mean it's 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 crazy the idea that it's we teach them that santa comes in but i mean i don't do that with our kids because i don't trust our kids to not open the presents in the morning or at night before anyone's awake like you don't put but, it in the in their rooms or you don't not anymore from no Father just because i was like i don't trust it they're not going to wake up at 3 a.m opening presents they need to sleep through the night and it will be by the by the mantelpiece this is also i gotta be honest i would have been just right with them i would have opened the presents in the middle of the night See, I didn't, but I, again, I was awake from the point of their delivery, and it was very annoying. <laughs> I was like, I was like, this is so, this is torture. Christmas, Christmas is torture. All right, in a couple of moments, I want to go alongside some of the Christmas songs we can think of, and how disturbing it is when we actually break down the reality of what Santa might be doing, um, and just generally how we teach children who don't know better and don't can't just assume like safety or unsafety that this is happening, but. I still could, like, I could not sleep through Christmas night until, like, my late 20s, late 30s. What happened? You got, you had kids? Like, I just, well, first Presents off, I couldn't, I couldn't sleep because, uh, A, I'd normally have a service to be part of uh, in the middle of the night. But also, I just, like, was so excited. I'd be excited for my presents. I'd be excited to give presents. I just, yeah. like, I'd, I'd and I, that would keep me up. Yeah. Every Christmas would be that night where I'd look at the clock and be like, maybe it's time to wake up. And I'm like, no, it's been two minutes. Um, it's, it's a tough night. It's a tough night. So, But this Christmas, I, I mean, I, I think we talked about it before, but uh, I don't have any services to be part of. So it's, no. it's very strange. Um, we, we could go to bed at like normal times at like, yeah, 6.15. In the morning? I mean, not we could go to bed, but. Christmas Christmas sleepover? I think I think I, it's up for it. We, you know, we still need to have our. Uh, oh, this should be a whole different episode. Just a sneak peek, but our uh, like our bro anniversary. Yeah, 100%. we should talk about our bro anniversary in a different episode. We've uh, been together longer than our wives, or my wife. That's true. We've been together longer than you've been married. Um, yeah. <laughs> all right. So Santa Claus, yeah. right? You, you think of songs that that talk about santa claus we sing them all the time we make them rather innocuous um and and i actually like i was listening to them and look i'm not a i'm not a hater my kids don't believe um but we still pretend we have the story and and we'll get to why later because the story of saint nicholas is quite amazing but we still tell the story of santa because that the idea of the gift giving all that stuff being in memory of, of how the great gift of jesus blah 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 so I'm not I'm not against Santa, but the general narrative we say about Santa has gotten very involved. Yeah, I mean it's clearly gone from uh, I mean a, a beautiful story to a marketing well, Krampus campaign. One. Krampus is the beautiful story. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. yeah we're not going to talk about Krampus, but feel free to Google that. I'd say oh. creepy sweet. <laughs> <laughs> 
Um, but like to like a marketing scheme to like an invasive marketing scheme, you know, like it's yeah. very, it's it's very invasive. I now. have not drank in any water since it's been Christmas time because it's been constantly Coca Cola. It's just I can't. And you also haven't read a dictionary because you're using the words drinking, drinking, drinking. No, that's, that's, how we, that's how we say it after you've drinking for a whole yeah, month. Drinking nothing. I'm My drinking. mama's drinking nothing. I'm drinking diet coke. That's how you say it when you when that's all you've drinking. Actually, that's that is a dictionary I would like. <laughs> Why do I have to sound like this? Um, yeah, because. I mean, what I love, right? First off, Father Christmas originally starting off mostly in green, uh, normally probably leaner, uh, and then you start getting uh, Clemency Moore's the the um, visit from Saint Nick uh, poem, which was the night before Christmas, and then you get Coca Cola making them red, making them fat and jolly, making them everywhere, uh, and those those holidays are coming trucks. Those are important. Um, I still tear up, but yeah. <laughs> um, do you actually? I actually I get a, I, I get excited every time I see that. I'm a Christmas. I'm a I'm a bit of a Christmas monster. I'm a Christian. So <laughs> I'm a Christian. I love Jesus. So Christmas Christmas tickles me deep in my soul. Um, Tickly wickly. Um, but thinking of like uh, right the classic right Santa Claus is coming to town. Right first it starts off the first lines of this song are antagonistic. You better watch out. <laughs> like, we are warning children. Just run. Like, you better watch out. You better not cry. You better not pout. And I'm telling you why. Because some creepy dude is coming to town. I mean, clearly written by a parent, right? Yeah. Like, that's not written by someone without kids. Like, that's someone going, you know, just, you could just shut up, please. Yes, yes, please, now. please now. And I will threaten you with... He sees you when you're sleeping, so for the love of God, let me sleep now. <laughs> yeah, exactly. Well, yeah, it's weird that the extent we took it, really, isn't it? Because um, then there's the... Uh, do you know the one that's, like, up on the rooftop? Up on the rooftop, reindeer's paws, out jumps good old Santa Claus. Um, I just always... The, the roof, the reindeer roof ceiling chimney thing has always slightly, like, are we trying to teach our kids to ignore, like, sensory input? Like, I heard a noise up on the roof. Don't worry, it's probably Santa? It's probably a dude climbing through the chimney. Yeah. It, it, at best case scenario, right. it's the guy we're expecting to break into the house tonight. <laughs> yeah, <exactly. laughs> well, I mean, that is a great... Best case scenario. Uh, Good news. He's bringing stuff instead of taking stuff. <laughs> <laughs> I Yeah, I mean, it's, it's weird. Like, I, I mean, one thing I've noticed is, like, I feel like in this country, we we all, it was just synonymous that everyone would say Father Christmas. That's changed to Santa. Like, my kids don't say Father Christmas these days. They only say Santa. I think and it's actually that, changed almost in the last 10 years more than i yeah like utterly like i got here and people would correct me i'd be like santa and they'd be no father christmas and like that's yeah. not a thing anymore and it's and it's but i i feel like it's you know this this whole amalgamation of everything and culture and 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 you know like the 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 
oh, I could make this too political, couldn't I? But the like the, <laughs> the like, closeness like, of hey, social media and everything that like I got a mute button. Don't worry, you keep going. <laughs> the world is almost like so closely knit that we've like moved away from like our own like Father Christmas and really just uh, like taken on Santa from the Americans, which is kind of strange to kind of see that so quickly happen though. Yeah. And I'm actually not a hundred percent sure when it became Santa in America either. I think that's a, I think it's a like German immigrant, like, you know what I mean? Like some, a culture must've brought that to America. Um, that's probably, yeah. I mean, I know in, in, in Ireland it's Santi. Sandy. Sandy. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. It's Greece. Uh... <laughs> Summer loving. <laughs> <laughs> that would be a very different Christmas special. Sandy comes down the yeah. You gotta shape up boop boop boop. That's what happens. She sings that song if you've been naughty. Yeah. Uh-huh. We just both of us were just like, let's just pause there. Let's just cause uh, yeah. Yeah. Um, um yeah. Yeah, I mean creepy, basically the whole thing is weird, creepy. But there is still that element of truth in it, which is jolly old St. Nick, who never hurt a fly. Well, I mean, that's the thing, right? St. Nick, uh, definitely, the, as, the, as the legend goes, as the, the kind of Christian legend goes, uh, St. Nick would give away his, he was a wealthy, he, he was kind of inherited wealth, uh, and he would give away uh, his wealth to the poor, to the children, trying to make sure that they would have something and they, they would have better lives. Um, uh, but he was a, he was a bishop. He was a pastor. Um, uh, back in the day, bishops were a lot like we'd consider pastors now. Uh, they were less kind of overarching, but more like, really... more like local. Yeah. Cause you, the, the bishop would be the one who's preaching. I mean, technically complete aside, but like technically nowadays, so the, the bishop's role has become so big that they have people working vicariously for them in different locations. That's what vicar means. Someone who's vicariously working as the bishop. Uh, back in the day, it was just the bishop doing it. So St. Nick was preaching, blessing children. Uh, he, would, he would help the marginalized. Like he, um, and so St. Nick was really awesome. But here's the thing, right? Jolly old St. Nick wouldn't hurt a fly. Around, uh, like... <sighs> 325 AD, right? So we're, we're about 300 years out past Jesus's crucifixion and ascension. Uh, not very long into the, the life of right. Christianity, but 300 bishops are called to the Council of Nicaea, who's called by Constantine. Uh, and during this time, they're trying to work out some like fundamental core tenets of the faith. You know, it's it's not terribly Christmassy, uh, but it's this it's this idea like you know who is Jesus? Uh, what what does he? What, where does he come from? And where did he go? And where does he come from? Cotton Eye Joe. Um, I. That's a beautiful song. I know it's, it's theologically <laughs> incorrect. Though. Really no, um, but uh, a guy named Arius steps forward. And he had a group of people who were following him. And Arius's big deal was that Jesus is subservient to God. Jesus is just another. He's the top, the first of the created beings, but he's not God himself. And this wasn't this wasn't orthodox. This was this was a heresy, and this was riling up a whole bunch of people. And, and to the point where Arius was going going into this with great depth, and um, 
it turns out that Saint Nicholas is a man who would fight for your honor. So as Saint Nicholas hears this, he stands up and cold cocks Arius right in the face. Like, right in the kisser. Just like, how dare you talk about my Jesus like that? Boom! How? Um, I mean, how, the way how? I picture it is like that like uppercut from uh, Street Fighter. Like, shudukin! Um, I, I can imagine that as the first Christmas punch. Um, <laughs> that's why we have Christmas punch, children. <laughs> <laughs> um, but because clearly bishops shouldn't be going around punching people he was he was in prison for like a month uh stripped of his title i think for a little bit possibly forever at after that point um but i always love the fact that here's how you start the christmas narrative you want to tell your kids about the real santa claus you want to tell your kids about the real jolly old saint nick saint nick is someone who loved jesus so much he wouldn't stand for him to be slandered he gave to the poor, he helped the marginalized, and he stood up for Jesus. And that is the kind of guy I want sliding down my chimney this year. Not, no, I don't want anyone still breaking into oh, my oh, house. Oh. No. Um, but I find it interesting that actually more and more right, people, more and more stories are... So this year, there was the, uh, the Santa Clauses on Disney+. Plus. Not a sponsor, clearly. That would be awesome. Uh, but... <laughs> But uh, they talk about how the it starts with St. Nicholas. It starts with the Bishop of St. Nicholas, and that's how that's the whole line starts. Uh, there was the movie The Christmas Chronicles with possibly the best Santa, right? Kurt Russell. Santa Claus is back in town. Kurt Russell, great Santa. Yeah, I mean. Um, but, like, he, it also starts with the fact that, like, you know, he's he's been doing this for so long because – uh, of this kind of miracle as, that happened as Saint when he was Saint Nicholas, being a bishop, doing his thing. There was a miracle that happened and allowed him to kind of continue on blessing people. So I, I find it funny that that narrative is the the real Saint Nicholas is weaving itself back in because I didn't, I knew jolly old Saint Nick as a kid, but I didn't know like there was a real person, there was a real story here. Mm. I didn't know that he you know loved Jesus and worked for the church. I just knew that he must have been Santa. Must be Santa. No, I, I love that. I, you know, maybe, maybe there'll be a, a swing away from then just always the sort of corporate consumerist Santa idea and a kind of a push towards the, uh, to know some of the history, the St. Nick idea. Um, and, you know, maybe that's something that you can do this Christmas is, is learn up, read up about St. Nicholas yeah, obviously. So I'm on this website. Jesus, it's yeah. it's the saintnicholascenter.org. You can check it out. Uh, highly recommend it. But one of the things it talks it has is uh, parodies inspired by Slappy Christmas. Um, and it goes through some songs. Um, so here's the here comes Santa Claus one because I know this tune well enough, right? Just reading it. I'm not. I didn't create this. I'm just reading it off. I'm gonna shut my eyes and but, listen. Uh, here comes Santa Claus, here comes Santa Claus, right down at Council Hall. All the fathers startled by his great display of gall. Now we know it wasn't right to smack old Arius down. And he'll say sorry, but we now know why Santa Claus, why Nicholas went to town. <laughs> so, I mean, slappy Christmas, everybody. Um... <laughs> 
I think that's a good thing to end on. Is it a slap? It's a slappy Christmas. All right, before we wrap up, because it's just a Christmas one, it won't be terribly long. But uh, a couple quick questions. First, Die Hard Christmas movie or not? No. I'll take. Uh, Sorry. Wait, back at you. I say no. Um, (laughs) (laughs) Um, Chronicles of Narnia, The Lion, the Witch, and the Wardrobe. Christmas movie or not? Oh, it's got a great Christmas scene, but that ain't no Christmas movie. All right. I'm with you on that, actually. I always was weird when it's like, what? this is one Lovely of my favorite Christmas, Christmas movies. And I'm like, a Christmas movie. um, on that note, Harry Potter and the Sorcerer's Stone or Philosopher's Stone, hot take on this particular option. People might be like, we're talking about Potter and Santa. This is an awful episode. Uh, that's fine. Yeah, uh, yeah. There's other podcasts. Um, <laughs> <laughs> Christmas movie. Christmas movie. Christmas oh movie. wow! Wh- wh- wait, why is that a Christmas movie? I don't know, but it just feels so fun and Christmassy. Okay. I don't really understand why, but there's I don't know. There's just like a Christmassy vibe to it. Where I'm aware they meet Satan. I'm aware they meet Father Christmas in Narnia, but. I don't know. Just, it just, it just feels so Christmas. Fascinating. It was directed by the guy that did Home Alone, right? Chris Columbus. Yeah, yeah. He also discovered so, America. Yeah, hundred percent. Yeah. And if he had done Narnia, it'd probably been a Christmas movie as well. <laughs> I think Chris Columbus is uh, is Christmas. So, all right. Wrapping up the the rapid fire questions. Favorite Christmas movie that is not Home Alone. Listen. Listen, is there even why answer this question? Um, jeez, oh, because you don't know any other Christmas movies. You're like Home no, Alone, Harry Potter. This is all I have. Um, I really Elf. I really like Elf. Elf. All right. John Faravu moves on from Elf to Iron Man in a fascinating way, but that's a good. It's good. It's good. I take. wish you brought Elf into that movie. What about you? My favorite Christmas movie is definitely a deep cut. It's called A Muppet Family Christmas. Now, I love A Muppet Christmas Carol, but Muppet Family Christmas has, like, the Muppets, has Sesame Street, has the Fraggles, has, like, Muppet Babies. They basically were like, well, let's throw all our IP in one thing at once and see what happens. Uh, you can watch it on YouTube, but it's not been released anywhere else. So, I've never seen it, so I will have to go and check it out. It's, it's I mean, it's top-tier 80s Christmas stuff. Uh, but if, that, if I had to choose a more normal film uh muppet christmas carol one of my best traditions favorite traditions uh over the last 11 years had been right before the uh midnight mass uh is preparing that but put on muppet christmas carol in the church when no one else was there uh and and just watch that like every year I didn't know that yeah oh because i i mean i had the benefit of living next door so i'm setting everything up and i'm like if i don't go over at like 10 I'm going to be asleep by the time we get to 30. All right. One last question and quick rapid fire for you. Yeah. Star Wars Christmas edition episode. Like the, the, the Star Wars holiday special. The holiday special. Yeah. Do you, do you, do you, did it win or do you scrap it from the history books? Um, uh, it first appearance of Boba Fett. So like you gotta, you gotta give it some credit somewhere. Uh, the, the the animated section is awesome. 
the life day stuff I could probably leave. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> if you don't know what we're talking about, also something you'll probably find on uh, YouTube, you? <laughs> uh, because uh, search just Star Wars holiday special. It was it was aired once and was then stricken from the record. Uh, they used to sell it at comic book conventions back before there was YouTube. They, really? they used to sell it bootleg versions of it at comic book conventions. Also back before comic book conventions were anything other than normally comic books. Uh, they used to sell it for like like thirty quid, just a VHS really? of it, like a bootleg VHS of it, because uh, it would be the only way you could get it. Oh, so well, you can go on YouTube now, get it for yeah. free. What's up? Kind of surprised it's not on Disney Plus. It's, it's like a fascinating choice. You would have thought it would be, yeah. Um, so no, Guardians of the Galaxy holiday one was it was really amusing. I don't know if it's good, but it was really fun. I thought Kevin Bacon knows how to run. Yeah and party yeah and he's an actor oh yeah um <laughs> buddy on that merry christmas merry christmas or happy christmas and whichever you whichever you feel is more culturally appropriate happy yeah jesus birthday happy jesus's birthday uh whether you there's no judgment by the way if you if you celebrate santa with your kids or not you know what? Make good decisions. Teach them to understand and have faith in both equal measures. So Thomas doesn't. I do. I mean, that's the I don't have faith. <laughs> <laughs> well, fascinating. You said it. <laughs> um, no, no. At the end of the day, though, don't overemphasize the guy in the red suit. Overemphasize the baby in the manger. That's what. That's all I'm asking. Um, because the guy in the red suit. He overemphasized the baby in the manger. That's what his heart was. That's what his goal was. So keep your eyes on that. Everything will be all right. Hmm. And uh, apparently, don't watch Die Hard because it's not a Christmas movie. I mean, you can watch Die Hard. What do I say? I don't know. (laughs) On that note, Jaji, would you give us a Christmas blessing? Yeah, Lord, thank you for... Uh, you're coming. Thank you for, um, yeah, being the savior of this world and coming as a baby in a manger and the beautiful, incredible, and miracle-filled story of that. God, give us uh, eyes to uh, fixate on you this Christmas and enjoy the joy and present giving and laughter and happiness and color that Christmas seems to bring out in people. Bless us all listening. Uh, Amen. Man, God bless us, everyone. This is the, that's why I was trying to think of a way to make that prayer sound like a beautiful story. Yeah. And you should have started it with "You Lord, what day is it today?" <laughs> it was the night before Thursday. <laughs> <laughs> All right, ladies and I'm gentlemen, have a happy Christmas and a great New Year. Uh, and we will catch you on the other side of 2023. Uh, with new episodes coming out Fridays fortnightly. Check us out on Instagram, YouTube, at Geek Theologian, or keep listening on any good podcasting programs. With that, Merry Christmas, everyone. Merry Christmas, everybody. Ciao, ciao.